coming to you from Investor Schooling Headquarters in Langhorn, Pennsylvania. I'm Phil Falcone here with Larry Steinhaus. We are the founders of Investor Schooling. We teach people about real estate investing and stock option investing. Call us with your questions now at 855-939-1137. That's 855-939-1137. Yes, we are a live program, so you can call us anytime during the show, and we'll take your calls. We don't care if we're in the middle of a segment talking about something. We love to hear from people who call us, so you're always going to get your call picked up. Investor Schooling is located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, serving the Philadelphia area in a real brick-and-mortar building. And uh, we are local guys, accessible to our students, a minimum of two nights per week. Learn this business from people who live it every day. What's up, Larry? So what's going on, Phil? So it's hard. It's hard to be, um, it's hard to not talk about what's going on right now. And it's insane what's really going on with, with all this, with all the shutdowns and all this. I mean, it affects what, what are our, you talking about? What's going on? Your love life? Yeah, my love life. Yeah, my my, <laughs> my wife and I finally like we're wonderful. Everything's fantastic. Well, actually, we are, but that's beside the point. But the real issue is I'm talking about the the COVID nineteen shutdown and all this stuff. But I, I wanted to bring something up, and I think it's kind of relevant to our show, and also, uh, and, and also, I hate to say it, but even slightly political. Look, here's the deal. So. Uh, you know, if some of you guys have been following me on Facebook. You've been seeing some of the things I've been putting up and some of the crazy antics I've been doing. But I, I don't want to get into that. What I really wanted to get into is something specific for realtors and, and real estate and, and real estate here. So as you know, Phil and I, we both own a, together we own a brokerage called the Investor Brokerage. And the Investor Brokerage is a brokerage that's pretty much designed for investors and also for you know, for students who want to become real estate agents. And in fact, you know, Phil and I, we talk about this all the time. We talk about why you should be a real estate investor. It's great for being, a, I'm sorry, real estate agent, because it's great for being a real estate investor because you get access to the MLS. So I was in a, uh, I guess, a uh, defiant mood one day, and I posted something in one of the Bucks County Realtor, Bucks County Realtors uh, you know, a fan page or and this is what I wrote, and I, and I want you guys to hear it, and then I want you to hear the response that I got. So this is what I wrote. I wrote, attention, realtors, I ain't afraid of no wolf. If you, ha if you have been told that practicing real estate during this pandemic, you are at risk of losing your license, true or not true, many of you are scared. Well, I'm not. In fact, as real estate agents, we have fiduciary responsibility to our clients, both buyers and sellers, to help them with their housing needs. There are several who need to move, move for various reasons, and we've been told by the wolf in the ivory tower that we cannot help them. Because I understand your concerns and because I'm not willing to give up my rights nor the rights and needs of our clients, I am offering to show your clients MLS listed houses, rentals, land, or any other real estate needs they may have. I will risk my license for you and your clients because I believe this cause and I believe in our country and our industry. If you decide you want me to help, and I explain how I will help them, blah, blah, blah. And then it says at the end, it says, for all you haters and rats who want to complain, here's my broker's license number. And sure enough, I'm sure somebody did complain. Well, yesterday, or actually Friday, I get a letter back from the Real Estate Commission. Actually, it wasn't even from the Real Estate Commission. It was actually from the, oh, let me see if I get this, the, the, the uh, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Office of General Counsel. And it's from... Uh, some guy, Ray Michalowski, 
And he says, Mr. Steinhaus, the Prosecution Division of the Department of State's Office of Chief Counsel on behalf of the Bureau of Professional and Occupation Affairs has completed its inquiry based on allegations that you may have been advertising that you do not plan on abiding by the governor's orders of March 19, 2020, closing non-life-sustaining businesses and limiting certain real estate-related activities during COVID-19 pandemic. Following review, this office has decided not to prosecute this case. Accordingly, this matter is now closed. However, they say, please note, we are foregoing prosecution at this time based on your assurance that you will follow the governor's order going forward in all your professional practices. Now, it also says, it goes on and says that they can open up the complaint as well. So I had to bring it up. I I thought it was one of those things that was interesting. It's political, but at the same time, it's interesting that... Uh, you know, you've seen the people cutting hair, and they open up their haircut, their hair, their hair, their haircut, their haircut barbershop, and they have gotten arrested. And other people are opening up their bars, and they're getting arrested. And here you go, I've just gotten a letter. So, what do you think of that, Phil? You think I'm insane? No. Do you think? Do you think that uh, that, that my post was inappropriate? No, I support your cause. Do, do you? Well, that's good. I like to hear that. I, I wish that people would just go open up their businesses. Yeah, me too. Were they going to do arrest uh, two, two million people in Philadelphia area? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I totally agree. In fact, uh, maybe that's what we should make this show about. <laughs> open up your business. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, actually, slightly different note, I have to tell you guys something really funny that happened this week to us. So this week, you know, Phil and I, we've been, we've been advertising on, on WPHT is one of the radio stations we're advertising on, and we advertise with the same commercial over and over again. And I just want to play that commercial for you real quick, and then I want to talk about what happened. So this is the commercial that we've been advertising with. Here it comes. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorn this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorn, 215-876-3002, Investorschooling.com. So what do you think of that commercial, Phil? I think it's fine. I like it. I actually really like that commercial. And then, of course, if we follow up, if you guys have heard, we follow up with me saying something. But I have to tell you what happened this week. We got a phone call, and this was pretty much the phone call that we got. <laughs> Hello? Mr. Schooling. Yeah, I just want to give you, I don't know whether you care, feedback on your commercial. I don't know how qualified this guy Falcone is and so on, but he sounds like a mafioso shyster. I think you should redo your commercial because he sounds like an idiot. Just my feedback. <laughs> okay. Thanks for letting us know. I love it, Phil. What do you think, Phil? I think uh, Fred could have done a better job of defending me. I agree. By the way, Fred, you're fired. So Fred, Fred, Fred answers the phone. Fred works for us, and if you ever call the school, you'll probably hear him answer it. But yeah, I agree. A couple comments I would say about that uh, that idiot who called up. That's right. I called you an idiot. If you want to find me, I'm an investor schooling every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. And we'll teach you stock options trading and real estate investing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll teach you all right. We'll teach you something. <laughs> okay. I, I find your comment to be... Something that I heard three times a week in the 1970s and 80s. 
which was, oh, if you had a vowel at the end of your name, you must be in the mafia. Because let me tell you how a lot of uh, serious Italians feel about that. You're insulting us tremendously because what you're saying is is that we're not smart enough to be successful business people all on, on our own in a legitimate manner. We have to go around and conduct ourselves as the mafia in order to make money. So if you want to bring um, documents with about your net worth, I'll bring mine and we can have a little competition about that. I'll be here Thursday night at 7 o'clock, investorschooling.com. I think you're uh, a real jackass, and uh, I could care less about your racist, insensitive comments. So, with that being said, oh my. I'm going to talk about the, the topics of today's show. First of all, I just recently bought a property in a flood zone, and it's very interesting what the cost of that is going to be elevation certifications and the cost of the insurance for a flood zone is something that we're going to talk about in case you ever come across that problem in your life. Another thing I'm going to talk about is multiple deals of a lifetime that I've done in only half a life. We're also going to play some funny commercials for you throughout the show. And at the end of the show, this is a segment you don't want to miss. We're going to be giving you some stock option picks of the week. So you definitely want to listen to that if, if you're a stock market investor or if you're better, a stock option investor, you've come to the right place. Now, we also have some listeners of, a, of our show who are very shy and they don't like to call the show, but they do like to email in their questions. If you're uh, one of those people who just prefer to email your question in, you can email it at this address, info at investorschooling.com, info at investorschooling.com. And the two questions came in this week. One of them is, real estate going to crash? That's a good question. And we certainly can talk about that at some point during the show today. And the other one was, uh, somebody wrote that I heard you talking about a clean and sweep. What is a clean and sweep? So if we have time today with all the exciting things we have to do, depending on how many callers we get, we'll hit those topics. So we're going to go out to commercial. And when we come back, we're going to get right into some of the flood zone issues that I'm experiencing right now with the property I'm buying. So stick around. We'll be back in two minutes. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorne this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorne, 215-876-3002, investorschooling.com. Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from investorschooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now, you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to Investorschooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to Investorschooling.com. RSVP right now. Investorschooling.com. See you Thursday. I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. I got a question for you. 
What do you get for $4.95 a month at Executex Suites? You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone number. You get the fax number. You get the internet. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you, whether you're in the office, in your car, or at home sleeping on a couch. You get the conference rooms. You get the mailboxes. You get the printer, the copier, the scanner. You get the janitorial service, the utilities, and free coffee. I know it's hard to believe that you could get all those things for $495 a month, but it's true. 67 Buck Road in Huntington Valley. Executex Suites. Give us a call 215-942-7701 215-942-7701 Hey everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com And I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com Hey, what are we going to teach him this Thursday night, Phil? We're going to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can build a basis to get rich And I promise I'm going to teach you stock options So go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now Right, Phil? We've been in this business for 30 years. We have amazing amounts of information to share with you. Get your butt to this meeting this Thursday night in Langhorn. Investorschooling.com. Investor Schooling Live with Larry Steinhaus, and we are here in Langhorn in the headquarters of Investor Schooling. That's right. We actually transmit out of the basement of Investor Schooling. It's kind of cool. It's actually a lot of fun. If you guys have ever been to the uh, been to our office, uh, we, we can show you the studio. The studio's kind of neat. We have it hidden in the basement, all this cool new equipment that we've got. And, uh, you know, it's where we, every week we work on it a little bit more to make it sound better and better. I'm hoping you guys, I'm hoping you guys hearing it very well. And I want to talk about one more thing. So, you know, we talked about Phil's commercial before we went off the before we went off to the commercial. And also, we needed to make some new commercials for our show. You know, uh, you know. Apparently, we, by the way, just so you know, those aren't the only. I don't want to use the word complaint that we've got in the commercials, but we get some of the funniest statements on those commercials. And we decided to make some gag commercials, and we sent them over to the studio, and we had a lot of fun with these gag commercials. But I want you to understand that they're gag commercials, and I want you to understand that they're hilarious. But you need to have an open mind when you listen to them. And I'd love it. There's five of them. And as a matter of fact, if you guys can on Facebook Live or if you can, want to call in and talk about these commercials, that would be great. But I want to let you know that um, these are not going to be transmitted, but they're going to be for you to be fun. So the very first one. Enough prep. Just play yeah, the commercials. Yeah, I know. I, I just want to make sure that we don't get in trouble. That's all. Who cares? All right. Here we go. So here's the very first one. You ready? Hey, everybody. It's Larry Sanders from InvestorSchooling.com, and I want to report a crime. That's right, a crime. I want to let you know that Investor Schooling will be open this Thursday night at 7 o'clock, and I will be there. That means I opened my business, and that means I will be there. That means that I committed a crime. If you want to commit a crime and you want to learn real estate investing and stock options training, come to Investor Schooling this Thursday night. Go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you there. Police officers get in free. And police officers get in free. So what do you think of that one, Phil? <laughs> you know, I was here when you made the commercials, so I've heard them. You before. were actually in them. You're in the next one. All right. So now, what, I'm going to litter them through the show just so you guys could pick them out. So that's number one, committed a crime. If you guys like that one, let me know. All right, Phil, what are we, what are we talking about now? You have a deal under contract from what I understand, right? Yeah, so uh, I bought this property in a flood zone, and uh, obviously I knew it was in a flood zone when I bought it. And uh, the circumstances with this house are interesting. It's, uh, it's really close to my store in Hapro, and uh, I could practically hit a golf ball driver to this house from my store. So since I work so close to it, 
and it's a small house. You know, it's like a thousand square feet. I like I like smaller properties. I like to provide the world with affordable housing, and I think that the cheaper a house is, uh, the more profitable that house is going to be. And the reason is because it's smaller, so it's more affordable to renovate. It's also easier to re-renovate if a tenant does a bunch of damage. And because it's a smaller house, it tends to be very affordable from a rental standpoint. And I think what this world uh, needs is affordable housing. Affordable housing. One, By the way, just on a side note, one of the greatest... Uh, types of properties that can provide tremendous amount of affordable housing is mobile home parks. But unfortunately, most governments, local governments, counties, cities, you name it, reject mobile home parks being built because of the fact that they come with a stigma. And the stigma is all in the heads of the government officials who just think that uh, that the uh, you're going to get like uh, trashy people and my exp- I own a mobile home park and I can tell you that that is not the case at all alright back to the flood zone so this particular property is in a flood zone I spoke to the owner and I think I'm very good at reading people and I believe this owner is telling me the truth she never even got water in her basement what she did get was uh, a semi lake in her front lawn Okay, it never flooded into her house and she's been living there for like 19 years. And I definitely believe the lady. I spent uh, several visits with her where I talked to her for a while. And I just don't think there's any chance she's lying to me. So anyway, in regard to this house, what, what I'm being told is it's going to cost me three to $4,000 a year in flood insurance alone. Now, if I, that's if I get a bank loan. If I use my own money, I don't need to get the flood insurance. And I'm quite certain that it's not going to flood anyway. So I might have to just come up and buy it for cash. Uh, but uh, I also learned from my insurance agent that if I spend $800 on an elevation certification, that certification will almost guaranteed get that three to $4,000 number down. Now, I don't completely, un- I never ordered an elevation certification. So I don't really even know what the document is and why would I have to pay $800 to get the insurance down? Uh, sounds like some kind of gimmick from the insurance company, but I got to believe my agent told me, do it and it'll work. You'll get, you're going to get a cheaper rate on it. But the best rate I could possibly get is buy it with my own cash, and then I don't need the damn uh, flood insurance anyway. I'll just take the risk on myself. If, if, if certain circumstances in life come up where you can self-insure, I think that that's a good move depending on what it is. This is like throwing away three to 4000 bucks a year. Now, if I fix up this property... And with the intention of selling it, which I might do, because when I'm, it does need to be fixed up tremendously. And when I'm done fixing it up, I might want to just throw it up on the market. And if I do that, th- this is one thing I can't get around. I can't get the house out of a flood zone. So, which means that my buyer has to account for that three to four thousand dollars a year in additional insurance expenditures in order to buy this house. Now, they may absolutely love this house and they may love the location, 
but nobody's going to love $3,000 more a year in expenses. So that's one thing that has to be taken into consideration. Now, one thing I asked Larry last week, and I'm sure he's done his homework on it, and has come to this meeting uh, and come to this show with the actual figures. I said, Larry, if you had to spend $3,000 a year on an additional expense, how much would that reduce the sale price of the property? And Larry, what's your answer? I forgot we had the conversation. <laughs> no. <laughs> But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't need to research it. What 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 I look at the whole. I look at the whole package, right? So you're you're right. It's gonna be if it's gonna be three thousand dollars more. Which by the way, that number sounds really high to me. I mean, I've had flood insurance on properties that came from a State Farm agent I've been working with. I, I just wonder if you can't go to another agent just to get another quote, just in case. But but at the same time, it just sounds high to me. Uh, now the other thing too is me. You know what I could do? I could send a mafioso shyster <laughs> down to the State Farm office and twist his arm and see if I could get a better rate. You know, it's it's always the Jew and the Italian that make a good partnership. I, I don't know what it is, but it's it's it just it's just the way it is. Anyway, and so so here you go. So yeah, so. <laughs> I look at all the figures. If it is $3,000, it's $3,000, and that's just life. I mean, if you're going to be buying a property and you're renting it and, you, you know, you do the numbers, the numbers work at $3,000, I don't really care. The tenant ends up paying the $3,000 anyway. I mean, we spend that much at Tony's place every month anyway. We, not anymore. We haven't, been, we haven't been there in three months. Well, when it opens again. I can't believe it. It's horrible. Yeah, we, we, we have this local restaurant that we go to every Friday night, but we can't obviously can't go there right now. So, so uh, the numbers, the $3,000 number is high. As far as the elevation certificate goes... Look, I mean, if if he's telling you eight hundred bucks is eight hundred bucks again, I, I'm all for it. And the real, what do you do? You plan to keep this property, or do you plan to to just wholesale it, or or fix and flip it, or clean and sweep it? Uh, I usually let the house dictate what the highest and best use for sure. it is. I'm thinking this one might be a good one to keep as okay. a rental, a local rental. Okay. Imagine if I had, like, suppose my wife throws me out, right? Because she finds out that I'm a mafioso shyster, right? <laughs> and, and what I do then is uh, I have to go live somewhere else. Right. So I can live in this house and I can walk you, to you work. You definitely can't live with us. I, I don't want to. No. Trust me, I don't want to. No. I mean, you can stay one night or I'm two. I'm allergic to it. dogs. Yeah, but our dog's hyperallergenic. It's a, it's a labrador. Mm, that's baloney. You, you paid extra for that dog and that won't work. <laughs> Okay, but if my wife throws me out, I'll simply stay in this Hatboro house and, uh, you know, I'll be able to conduct my, uh, you know, my shyster operations. There you go. Absolutely. I understand. Okay, good. Okay. All right. Well, again, if the numbers work, the numbers work. It is what it is. But, but if it's 800 bucks and, and really we'll get the price down, go for it. Have it's, you ever bought a house in a flood zone? I, I did. I, I was just going to go there. So I, I bought a house. Actually, it was a subject to deal. And I bought the house in flood zone, and Citibank at the time had the mortgage, and they had forced uh, they had forced flood insurance on it, and it was eight hundred and fifty bucks. The property, the, the original loan was one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. When I took it over, it was like one hundred and ten, and it was eight hundred dollars a year in flood insurance. Hmm. The condo association did an elevation certificate and got and got it waived. So they no longer felt it was in a flood zone, and all the people who were in this condo association no longer had to have flood insurance, and it just lowered my payment to the mortgage company by whatever that was divided by twelve. You know, so it was a lot easier to do than what you have to go through. Well, uh, I one time used to own a seven-unit apartment building right on the Delaware River. Yeah, right. I remember. I mean, that. It, right. you walked across like a street. You were maybe like fifty feet from the Delaware River. 
and it hadn't flooded in 49 years. So I think I bought it in 2003. And then in 2003, it flooded, of course. Of course. After 49 years, right. it flooded. And it turned out to be a reservoir up in uh, New York State, in upstate New York. The reservoir was about to overflow from the excessive rain that they got that year. So some genius up there decided to lower the gates and let the water oh, out. And it flooded the whole area. Then it happened again in 2005. Wow. It was very devastating. Did It's like a garden variety apartment building. So when you walk in the front door, you walk down half a flight of steps or you walk up half a flight of steps. And obviously the down part got destroyed. So it only ruined three apartments, which I completely fixed and then it flooded again. And then I had to completely fix it again. Did you have flood insurance? I did. Okay. And I got paid about forty thousand dollars in cash when, uh, you know, in, in check when I uh, when it flooded the first time as well as the second time. So I made out okay on it. I was glad I had flood insurance. Right. Okay. But, okay. Well, that, that's simple. I mean, you know what happened to me? I had a flood in in, in one of the con- in one of my condos. I had I had th- I owned three units in this condo complex, and the top unit that I owned, somebody put some weirdo bidet device on, and it. Went it bad. wasn't. It wasn't a, a bidet device. It was a. Uh, it was it a, like a garden hose for yeah, your. Yeah, exa- for yeah your exa- exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. And you know, sure enough, I didn't have insurance on the building, <laughs> and um, I, the guy took out three apartments with this with this freaking device that went bad, <laughs> and it cost me sixty grand to, yeah. to fix all three apartments. I had to pay that cash. It, I re- know, really didn't envision today I'd be saying a garden hose for your hiney. <laughs> <laughs> well, after all, you are a mafioso shyster. <laughs> <laughs> should we should we play another commercial for them? Yeah, sure. Go All ahead. right, let's Throw play. So this more. is another commercial. You guys want to hear it? This is actually one of my favorite ones. This is the one by Phil. This is the sixty second commercial. All right, here we go. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com. I want to invite you to a complimentary class this Thursday night at 7 p.m. in Langhorn. Our bubble buoy suits will protect you from the Chinese Wuhan death virus. Does that make me sound like a racist? You can also attend via Zoom. Just sign up at InvestorSchooling.com. We will teach you real estate investing and stock option investing. Real estate has been around since before Jesus' time. And stock options came like just a couple weeks later. So get your butt to this meeting and learn these skills. I have faith in our bubble boy suits. They will protect you from the Chinese Wuhan death virus. But going to the bathroom in these things is harder than getting Mao Zedong Wolf to open up Pennsylvania. So if you're not a snowflake and you're not scared of the big bad wolf, come Thursday night at 7 o'clock, investorschooling.com. So how do you like that one? <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones. It's actually hysterical. I, I like the point that you know you can't, can't go to the bathroom in, in the suit. By the way, we have a, we have a caller. So his, we do? We have a caller. His name is Tom. Why don't we let Tom come on in and tell us what he thinks of uh, our commercials. What do you think, Tom? I'm, I'm there. Give me a sign me up. <laughs> I love your commercials. <laughs> Just uh, you want to give us your credit card now, Tom? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a first night, one, two, three. Thursday night is free. Great. So, so, uh, so, you have a question for us? No, I was just. Gonna, I heard your topic about the uh, flood insurance, and I had purchased a property. Uh, it's actually my first home years ago, and the home was relatively new. It was about eight, eight years old, part of a standard, you know, development. I don't know if it was Orleans or or if it was some other developer, but 
when I went um, to prepare for closing, they actually said that uh, I was in the floodplain. Uh, and I, I, I looked kind of strange. I, I, I couldn't believe that I was in the floodplain. So what I did is I actually checked it out. And uh, the, the developer had put in an eight-acre retention pond that, that took away the 100-year floodplain, which I was in. Uh, and I actually had the original um, engineer that surveyed it at my closing, which waived the uh, flood insurance for the life of my home. So uh, I, I don't know if that applies, but pond? it was an eight-acre retention pond. So all eight I, acre. all I wow. have to do yeah. is dig up eight <laughs> acres. And well, I, I didn't know your situation. Yeah. I'll be going. Right. It won't be a single <laughs> problem with it. What's if your situation is uh, probably yeah. about less than a quarter. Of yeah, it. I think what do you have to do? So then we have to take out twenty of the houses around <laughs> you just to build the, the retention basin. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe maybe we could just dig deeper. How about that? <laughs> this is the funniest show we've ever done. <laughs> Instead of going, you know, eight acres, let's go like let's go like a mile deep, and then I'll solve the problem. <laughs> All right, Tom. Hey, we appreciate the call, man. Thanks so much. You're up. Thanks, Tom. All right. <laughs> Looks like we got another caller on the line. Do we Some, want to take that call? Somebody named Andy. Do we want to take that call? Yeah, let's take it. All right, let's take that call. All right, Andy, we no political stuff. Well, good, a- good afternoon, <laughs> Larry and Phil. Good afternoon, fellas. I hope all's well there. I, uh, I, lo- I love the sense of humor. I love the uh, the conviction and the courage that you guys show. Uh, standing up to this uh, edict that's been laid down by Governor Wolf. Uh, we need our representatives uh, in Pennsylvania to stand up and, 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 and vote back against this guy and, and over, overturn his veto uh, to let the biz, small business people who are dying on the vine every day get back to work. And, uh, and people need to open up their businesses. We want to go to church. The, and they're doing all this for all the wrong reasons. There are no right reasons to do this. Uh, what do you mean? Shutting everything down? There's no right reason? Of course. Yeah, I agree. I, I yeah. totally agree. Yeah, I just wasn't sure what you were saying. Yeah, so, you know, you know, one of the things, and, and Andy, you know, uh, what, what absolutely makes me insane about this whole thing is, is the fact that, you know, they go through all this paperwork to try to get these things open. You know, we got, we've got lawsuits being filed against Governor Wolf, and by the time the lawsuits actually get in front of a judge or actually vetoed and then and then and then reapplied what's the difference it's going to take three or four weeks anyway what we really need is our representatives to stand up and say enough's enough governor wolf is the governor yes but he does not run everything he does not run everyone they all need to stand up and i know uh i'm almost ready to reveal who you are <laughs> well, let's just say that as someone who is running for a prominent uh, uh, regional office at the federal level, uh, I want to uh, encourage all of these state-level representatives to uh, get past their politics, look at the, the impact and the, uh, the devastation that the governor's policy is causing on local small businesses here in Bucks and Montgomery County, and overturn the governor's veto by, in the legislature so that people don't have to go out and and risk their lives or their licenses uh, to to uh, violate the edict. It's not a law that the governor uh, has put down. It's not a law that you can't open up your business. There's nothing people are doing illegal. Uh, it's an edict that's come down from above, and uh, and the representatives in Pennsylvania need to stand up and fight back against it, guys. Well, Andy, let me ask you a hypothetical question. 
Suppose that you owned a, a restaurant or a hair salon right now. What do you think you would be doing if that was your sole business, if that was the business that your family relied on you to provide income for them and to support your family? A man doesn't exactly have a choice in the matter. You have to go do that. What would you do? Well, I'd be looking at how many days worth of money I have left in my bank account to pay rent, utilities, and everything else that I need to before I have to close up shop and go bankrupt. And if I'm on the, on the verge of going bankrupt, uh, what do I really have to lose uh, by by getting back into business and uh, being safe about it, but by going back into business? Uh, um, they're already uh, killing my business as it is, and uh, and so... You know, these people have fought their whole lives and put their personal savings, their retirement uh, uh, money into these businesses that they and their asset has just been uh, basically uh, stolen away by Governor Wolf, who says, no, you can't have this because it's more important that, um, you know, one half of one half of one percent of the population not be exposed to COVID-19. Yeah. 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 I've uh, been looking for people who have the coronavirus. I actually... uh, threw some money at a private investigator to go around and find out how many people have it. So far, we're up to the staggering number of three. Three yeah. people I yeah. know have it. Yeah. And all three I, I, of them are already there. healed. I know five. Okay, and one there's of them another is virus New York. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, there's another virus, guys, that's going around that's no, more insidious it. and hard to get out, and that's the rhinovirus, guys. <laughs> you ever hear that one? Yeah. All right. Who we has got, the we, uh, Who has got, the rhino virus? We got to kill him before we get in trouble. <laughs> All right. Look, this is what I'm going to say. Right, you guys, I appreciate what you do, and I just called in to give you the encouragement. Hey, we got. We, I got a commercial that I'm going to play for you. I'm going to play for you uh, as, soon as you, as soon as you hang up. I'm going to play it. I think you're going to love it. And then we're going to go to a real commercial break. But I want to play this commercial for you, Andy, because I think you're going to get a kick out of it. But I do have to say. And to vote everyone who's in office out of office right now, everyone is my thought. So come June 2nd, there's a ballot that you can go to and vote everyone out. All right, man. I appreciate the call, man. I'm going to play this commercial and you're going to love it. So listen to it carefully. Right on. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. I am inviting you and, most importantly, Governor Tom Wolf to attend this Thursday night. I'm going to teach you and Governor Tom Wolf real estate investing and stock options trading. We might even pull out the Constitution and read that as well. Looking forward to seeing you this Thursday night at InvestorSchooling.com. That's right, RSVP right now, InvestorSchooling.com. That whole ad was political. (laughs) Was it? I had no idea. Did you say anything about real estate or stock options? (laughs) Did you? All right. <laughs> Why don't you take us out to commercial, Phil? All right. So at this point, our wonderful producer, John, is going to bring up a couple minutes of commercials. And at the end of the show, half an hour after the end of the show, he's going to remember to email me a recording of this show. <laughs> We're out of here. <laughs> Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorn this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorn. 
215-876-3002, investorschooling.com. Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from investorschooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now, you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday. I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. I got a question for you. What do you get for $4.95 a month at Executech Suites? You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone number. You get the fax number. You get the internet. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you, whether you're in the office, in your car, or at home sleeping on a couch. You get the conference rooms. You get the mailboxes. You get the printer, the copier, scanner. You get the janitorial service, the utilities, and free coffee. I know it's hard to believe that you could get all those things for $495 a month, but it's true. 67 Buck Road in Huntington Valley. Executech Suites. Give us a call 215-942-7701 215-942-7701 Hey everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com And I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com Hey, what are we going to teach him this Thursday night, Phil? We're going to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can build a basis to get rich And I promise I'm going to teach you stock options So go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now Right, Phil? We've been in this business for 30 years. We have amazing amounts of information to share with you. Get your butt to this meeting this Thursday night in Langhorn. Investorschooling.com. guys are enjoying this stuff today we're having a little bit of fun we have those fun commercials that we're playing you guys let us know which one is your favorite of course you could call in with any questions at 855-939-1137 that's 855-939-1137 so phil has something really interesting he wants to talk about i love it when phil gets into this he talks about something called multiple deals of a lifetime and i have to tell you if you've ever been to a presentation at adventure schooling and seen him do the full presentation of this it is fascinating and amazing so you're going to do a quick presentation on it, right, Phil? And let's talk a little bit about what multiple deals of a lifetime look like. Okay. Well, actually, it's multiple deals of a lifetime in only half a life. That means you're, you're I, over 50 now. Uh, I plan to live to July 4th, 2076. I'll be 111 on that day. 2076, huh? Yes. Uh, the reason I want to die on that day is because uh, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams died on the 50th anniversary of the United States on July 4th. Both of them died on July 4th. That's pretty impressive. Thought it'd be a cool day to die. You know what? I'm going to shoot a bottle rocket at your house this July 4th. (laughs) You won't be around (laughs) (laughs) in 2076. Okay. Actually, I don't even know if we could. Maybe by July 4th, we could actually celebrate our freedom. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe we could. All right, so what are multiple deals of a lifetime? Okay, this business is like playing Monopoly. It really is. To me, it is, at least. The way that I operate every day is I want to be in front of sellers who are selling their houses or at least willing to talk to me about selling their house. That's what I want to be doing every single day. Okay, so when you talk to sellers every day, if you can make that happen through your marketing strategies that we teach here at Investor Schooling, 
occasionally in life, you're going to hit what I call a deal of a lifetime. And I'm saying to you that I've hit multiple deals of a lifetime already in only half a life. Since I'm going to 2076, I got plenty of time to, uh, to get a couple more at least. So let me tell you a little bit about them. One of the deals I own is a 47-unit office building in Huntington Valley. And when I first found this place, if you know anything about cap rates, this place was a 12 and a half cap, which basically means that you're going to earn uh, on your money approximately 12 and a half percent, which is pretty good. A little better than what they're paying at banks today, uh, 12 and a half percent. It's just a little bit better. And this business, I put my wife and my daughter in charge of running this business, so I don't even have to go there. So you want to talk about a great business? When I bought it in 2006, it was grossing $42,000 a month. And I bought the building for $2.1 million. So you can figure out for yourself if you think that's a good deal or not. Obviously, on the radio today, I don't have time to get into all the particulars that I normally do. But what an amazing deal. It was the kind of deal that when I bought it, and then I'm sitting in the office of the manager managing this property, and when the first of the month came around and all these checks came in, even though I knew the rent roll was 42000 a month, to actually be given, you know, 50-something checks for that totaled up to approximately $42,000, it's, it's a mind-blowing experience. And it's just like, wow, I can't believe that I was able to buy this place, that nobody else jumped all over it, that I was able to pluck this this apple from the top of the tree and get to enjoy the rewards of that for the rest of my life. So my wife and I own this building now and we have it on the do not sell list. And I'll give you a quick story that happened on this deal that makes it really interesting. Can you imagine that I bought a $2.1 million building, actually $2,150,000 building, and I bought it with only $10,000 in the bank? Uh, it's a... Uh, quick version of that story is I had been spending years looking at large commercial buildings and I basically used to do what I call call the signs. So every big commercial building usually has like a big wooden sign out front that says for rent, for lease, for sale, right? This is what commercial realtors do and this is what commercial landlords do. They put these big signs out there. So guess how I learned this business? You can't call up Harvard University and say, uh, I want to sign up for your commercial real estate class. Because even if Harvard had a commercial real estate class, I doubt there's anybody there that actually knows what the heck they're talking about. The only way you learn this business is by doing it for real. So how did I do it for real? I called the signs. And I would go into these appointments and I'd say, uh, how you doing? My name is Phil. I'm interested in buying this building. And they'd say, they'd say, well, this building has a cap rate of so-and-so. And this building has a cam of so-and-so. I didn't know what the heck they were talking about. I don't know what a cap rate was or what a cam was, but they I'd get them to explain it. I'd get the owner to explain it. I'd get the commercial realtor to explain it. And then the next sign that I called, I'd call up and I'd say, hey, what is your cap rate? What is your cam? Oh, that's a good cam. And I basically just fudged my way through the business and you go on enough of these appointments and guess what guess what happens you get pretty good at checking out buildings you get pretty good at analyzing what a good building is and what a bad one is and over the course of time 
I was able to buy this building. Listen to this. There were two commercial realtors that were repping this building for $2.1 million. They were the listing agents. And at any given time, if they had just said, hey, Phil, you're an interesting guy, but uh, you're going to need to show us the money. And the kind of money I needed to buy this building was $475,000. And they forgot to ask me. So they let me put the building under contract and locked it up for 90 or 120 days. I can't remember how many days I locked it up for. And they never asked me to show them the money. Can you imagine doing that, Larry, if you were an agent? So I tell you, the first thing I'm going to ask you for is proof of funds if you're buying a building. You should ask that from Absol me before you even talk to me. Yeah, right, exactly. Before you ever even introduce exactly. me to your client. Right. Now, right? the funny part is most likely now... You wouldn't be able to do that. Most likely now we have agents out there who, they're, I, I, they're not. What are you telling me? Agents are getting smarter? No, they're actually, I hate to say it, but they're getting stupider because they would ask you. I know it's weird to say it that way, but they're so, they're, they're being trained, ask this, ask this, ask this, when they should have known from the beginning to ask this, ask this, ask this. <laughs> All and, right. and I think that's what I mean by that. All right. Well, anyway, this is just what I call one of my multiple deals of a lifetime. Uh, I got another property. I'll just tell you real quickly about it. I, I bought a mobile home park. I don't really have enough time to tell you the whole story, but I bought a mobile home park in Siesta Key, Florida. And if you like mobile, if you like tiny homes, you want to check this place out. Go to tinyhousesiesta.com, tinyhousesiesta, or it also goes under the name tinysiesta.com. You can check it out. We have 12 tiny homes that are there that are brand new and you're probably have a family who would never want to live in a tiny home but how about if you could vacation in a tiny home how about if you could take your family to florida siesta key number one rated beach in the united states better in california better than hawaii go to siesta key florida and stay in a tiny home it'll be an adventure who wants to stay in a hotel room that's boring right stay in a tiny home and try something really cool all right, Phil. You ready for another one of our fun commercials? Sure. Lay it on. All right. I got one for you. You ready? I'm ready. This is a good one. I like it. All right. Here we go. Hey, listen, Phil. Are we open this Thursday night? We are, but only up until the point where you get arrested. Hey, everybody. It's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com, and we will be at our Langhorner's headquarters this Thursday night at 7 o'clock. You can attend via Zoom, or you can come in person and watch me get arrested. That's right. We will be open. By the way, my chances of getting arrested are 2 to 1 in Las Vegas right now. Place your bets. Come to InvestorSchooling this Thursday night and learn real estate investing and stock options trading. We will see you there. Go to InvestorSchooling.com to RSVP. You know what? I got to play it again. It was really low. The, the feed was low, so I'm going to just play it again for you guys who didn't hear it. Hey, listen, Phil, are we open this Thursday night? We are, but only up until the point where you get arrested. Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com, and we will be at our Langhorner's headquarters this Thursday night at 7 o'clock. You can attend via Zoom, or you can come in person and watch me get arrested. That's right. We will be open. By the way, my chances of getting arrested are 2 to 1 in Las Vegas right now. Place your bets. Come to InvestorSchooling this Thursday night and learn real estate investing and stock options trading. We will see you there. Go to InvestorSchooling.com to RSVP. That's one of my favorites, too. Yeah, I like that commercial, but I was a little disappointed that you didn't get arrested. Well, you know, maybe we still got this Thursday. I might get arrested this Thursday. 
All right, so we we got about ten minutes left. Uh, why don't we go to commercial break? And we'll when we come back, break. the real commercial break, the real commercial break. Right. And when we come back, we are going to give you our stock option picks of the week. And one more commercial after that too. Okay, so you can more. make some money next week using these stock picks. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorn this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorn, 215-876-3002, InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, everybody. It's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now, you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday. I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. I got a question for you. What do you get for $4.95 a month at Executech Suites? You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone number. You get the fax number. You get the internet. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you, whether you're in the office, in your car, or at home sleeping on a couch. You get the conference rooms. You get the mailboxes. You get the printer, the copier, scanner. You get the janitorial service, the utilities, and free coffee. I know it's hard to believe that you could get all those things for $495 a month, but it's true. 67 Buck Road in Huntington Valley. Executech Suites. Give us a call 215-942-7701 215-942-7701 Hey everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com And I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com Hey, what are we going to teach him this Thursday night, Phil? We're going to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can build a basis to get rich And I promise I'm going to teach you stock options So go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now Right, Phil? We've been in this business for 30 years. We have amazing amounts of information to share with you. Get your butt to this meeting this Thursday night in Langhorn. Investorschooling.com. So you just heard those commercials that I do and Larry did. I'm going to tell you something funny. So I wrote a script for my commercial when we recorded those commercials. And I wrote a script for Larry. Well, Larry just totally ignored the script. He just completely ignored it. I don't know. Maybe he, he has trouble reading things. I'm, I'm actually going to try to get him to read a book or something and see if he's literate. But uh, anyway... That commercial that's been running on 1210, which is, a, in my opinion, an excellent commercial. I'm very happy with it, regardless of who calls up and complains about it. We've had some very sweet old ladies call up and say, why does he have to say, get your butt to this meeting? <laughs> why can't he just say you're invited to this meeting? I'm just sorry, lady. I don't mean any disrespect. I just... Uh, I just like to use aggressive words that stick in your mind and you remember them. And saying, get your butt to this meeting, sounds a heck of a lot better than just inviting you to a meeting. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to make some money. So please let me be a capitalist since uh, Governor Wolf won't let me. 
All right. Mr. Schooling. So. Yeah, I just want to give you, I don't know whether you care, feedback on your commercial. I don't know how qualified this guy Falcone is and so on, but he sounds like a mafioso shyster. I think you should redo your commercial because he sounds like an idiot. Just my feedback. I couldn't resist, Phil. I had to play it again. Fine. Play it all you want. I don't care. I don't care. All right. So we have one We have one more funny commercial. Do you want to do that before or after my Whatever you want to do, my man. Just uh, run it. I tell you what. Let me run this last commercial for you guys, and you guys tell me what you think, and this way you guys can leave me on Facebook, or you can call us up and tell us which one your favorite one is. Here it is. You ready? I am not afraid. That's right. This is Larry Steinis from com, and... I am not afraid. That's why we opened our business, and that's why we'll be teaching you stock options trading and real estate investing this Thursday night in person in our office. By the way, you can join us via Zoom if you are afraid. But if you're not afraid, we will see you Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Go to InvestorSchooling.com, RSVP there, and don't be afraid. InvestorSchooling.com. See you then. All right. So this yep. is a good time just to tell people that if you want to attend Thursday night via Zoom, you can. You Absolutely. can do it from the comfort of your own home. If you want to come here and you're worried about the Wuhan Chinese corona death virus, we can put you in one of our bubble boy suits. <laughs> we have plenty of them. <laughs> We're thinking about patenting them. If you're in one of these bubble boy suits, you will be safe. Trust me. No germs are getting in. The only problem is uh, going to the bathroom exactly. is not that easy in these things, okay? They're pretty big. You're barely going to fit through the bathroom door, and there'll be some other problems I can't talk about on the radio. So if you want to attend class, go to InvestorSchooling.com. If you haven't heard that already, I guess, right? Uh, so Carmen had a real quick question. I, I want to get to stocks, but Carmen had a real quick question on Facebook. He said, thoughts on storage units. So I, I'm assuming he means like self-storage places. Yeah, go ahead. I'll tell you what I think, Carmen. I think there could not be a more overbuilt, overextended industry. Now, I'm not an expert on this topic because I'm not a hoarder, and I typically throw things out, and then I have to go out and rebuy them next week. <laughs> I don't know if that happens to you, but that happens to me. I'll look at something for a couple of years, I'll throw it out, and I swear to God, like 10 days later, I need it. <laughs> Right. And even though I didn't use it for five years. OK, they are building these things everywhere and it's insane. They're on top of each other. Now, I tried to buy a self-storage unit like eight years ago. And uh, this was right after it was longer than that. It was like 12 years ago. It was right after the crash of 2008. And I put in a, a, a low ball bid thinking I could steal it. Somebody else got it. Frankly, I could care less. I think I probably did me a favor that somebody else bought it. There are they're everywhere. You, if you want to be in a business that has more competition than anything imaginable, be my guest. That's a great business for you. Other than that, I, I don't claim to be an expert. I never owned one. I only bid on one. But I wish you luck if that's the business you want to be in. There you go. I like it. And by the way, Jack Rose says he wants uh, he wants the suit. We, I saw him on Facebook. He, he said he wants the suit, so he's going to be here on Thursday to wear the... He wants a bubble boy suit? Bubble boy suit exactly, Just have right? him send his measurements. So we, <laughs> we got about two minutes left. 
<laughs> and this has been this has been my favorite show that we've done so far ever, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> All right, so give us some stock some picks. Stock picks. Okay. How are we going to make some money this week? All right, so here you go. So the stock market's about to crash. That's my that's my prediction. Uh, I said it. I said it two weeks ago. I said we're going to hit around twenty two thousand five hundred. I believe that's coming this week, if not next week for sure. But I believe it's coming this week. Twenty two thousand five hundred will be the next the next drop too. Now it may go slow. It may go fast. It may happen two hundred points at a time. Or it may happen a thousand points at a time. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. But that'll probably be where we will go. We're hitting what we call the dead zone. If you don't know what the dead zone is, you want to come to investorschooling.com and learn what the dead zone is because this is the time to make money. The dead zone is the time to make money. And uh, okay, and a couple of things real quick. So S and P is going to be a put on that. Wells Fargo, I think, is still a call play. And I think Facebook. We got to wait for two ten two twenty to be a put play. That's pretty much what I've got so far in the limited time that we have to talk about it. All right. All right, folks. If you're thinking about being a sponsor for this show, give us a call or email us at info at investorschooling.com. Info at investorschooling.com. We out of here. 